This is Better Benefits, a podcast from the team at Brella Insurance. We're talking about how to use employee benefits to build a world where health hardships don't create financial burdens. If you're a broker or employer looking for fresh ideas and new products employees will actually use, this show's for you. Hello, hello. I'm Laura Cave, head of marketing here at Brella, and I'm here as always with my co-host, our chief revenue officer, Mike Zarillo, for Better Benefits episode number nine. Today, we're going to be talking to Joe Neal. He is head of sales at Eden Health, the creators of a primary care and insurance navigation benefit that's designed to elevate the health and well-being of employees everywhere. Mike, how are you doing today? Hey, Laura. I'm doing great. It's great to be back with you. I guess for our audience, we're recording this on a Friday. It's been a great week. It's been a long week, but an exciting week for us here. So I'm doing uh, I'm doing well and excited to get a chance to talk to and reconnect with my good buddy, Joe, on the show today. So for a little bit of background, Joe and I had a chance to meet back in 2015 while we uh, worked together at Maxwell Health. And uh, it was a really great experience for both of us. Certainly, I enjoyed getting to, to know Joe during that time. And I think uh, through our discussion today, what uh, some of his strengths will shine through. I was always impressed with with his ability to connect quickly with people. He brings a very disciplined and mindful approach to to relationships and partnerships and business development. And plus, he's just a, a really good guy. So excited to have him uh, on the show today. That's awesome. Yeah, I have to say, I'm super curious about Eden Health because they really seem to be bringing together a whole bunch of missing pieces that employees really need. Then all of these are sort of hot button topics like primary care, preventive care, help navigating their insurance choices, and even access to mental health. So these are our huge and growing needs, especially given the pandemic and what that's been doing to folks as far as stress and putting off care. So anyway, I'm just really excited to hear what he has to say today. Yeah, without a doubt. I, I think, you know, we, we chat about that here a little bit at, at Brella. I mean, we certainly had the idea of, of Brella well before COVID and the pandemic was a thing. But I think innovators like Brella and, and Eden Health um, are onto something because, you know, their solution, product, service, whatever it is that they're going to market with more than ever seems to be solving so, some real challenges. So good point, Laura. Well, let's introduce our audience to Joe. As I said, he's an experienced sales leader with uh, a long track, re- track record in uh, insurance and benefits and employee engagement, having worked at Mutual of Omaha, Maxwell Health, as I said, and Pecan before eventually landing at Eden Health in June of 2020. Joe, thanks for, uh, so much for being uh, with us today. Great to have you. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Laura. Good to be with you guys and uh, excited to be chatting on the podcast today. And reconnecting with some old colleagues and uh, Laura, new friends in the team at Brella. So uh, good to be here, albeit virtually. I look forward to the the times when we'll be able to record this podcast in person, hopefully one day. Yeah, we'll definitely take you up on that. It's, I think uh, we're all looking forward to those to those days. So Joe, tell us a little bit about your journey and what led you to uh, join Eden Health last year. 
Ooh, uh, you're, you're asking me to reach back into yesteryear, Mike, but uh, I will gladly do that for you. Um, I've been in the health tech and, and health insurance space for the better part of a decade. And, you know, I originally entered the space on the health insurance spectrum, working with benefit brokers and consultants and working with them to sell ancillary products, uh, you know, that insured the lives of their clients and customers. And really, as I was on that side of the business, I saw that I really wanted to be a part of a more disruptive technology, helping employees get connected to their healthcare and how to use their solutions and be able to get better value out of their health insurance that we as Americans and employers spend so much money on every year and likely don't know how to use those products uh, to the fullest extent. So I had uh, the good fortune of stumbling upon the founding team at Maxwell Health just coming off of their seed round uh, back in about 2013 and was uh, lucky to be a part of a, a benefit operating system that was distributing itself through brokers and with employers uh, to create a modern digital experience for employees and create a way that they can access you know, their healthcare cards, access to insurance navigation, and, and mainly understand pricing transparency around the products and benefits that, that they're able to use and, and bring out into the healthcare world. And had the great opportunity of connecting with you as a member of the executive team there enjoyed our time, you know, and I'll, I'll park some of those stories for uh, when we're not on a podcast, but uh, had, had the great opportunity to work together. And, you know, we were able to have that successful startup journey, uh, Mike, as you recall, of a company kind of reaching an acquisition and becoming a, bar, uh, a broader uh, part of uh, Sun Life Insurance. Um, so I stuck around for a little bit to integrate the companies, moved on to peak on an engagement platform uh, for a bit, and then uh, got excited about the opportunity to get back into the true uh, digital health and health tech space. And so, you know, joining Eden Health, you know, as a company that had been around for, you know, three, four years was something that, you know, having been through a, a health tech startup, high trajectory and, and growth you know, I really wanted to make sure that, you know, the product aligned with how I viewed the future, the future of health and uh, innovation. And it was really driving towards a major problem in the healthcare space. And so I uh, was lucky enough um, to meet the founding team here and, you know, see the passion and conviction they had around uh, the product and, and how they wanted to bring it to market. And that got me hooked and, you know, happy to chat a little bit about what we're doing here at Eden. But that was how I ended up, you know, knocking on the virtual doorstep of, of Eden and haven't met my colleagues in person, but I, I do have the, the opportunity. I really appreciate to work with, um, you know, about 125 great people that are focused on uh, making an impact on healthcare. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, just a, a, a great sort of track record and in, in, in story for you, Joe. I'm curious because I kind of get asked this question a lot. You said something that resonated with me, and that was sort of you were looking for that disruptive space in, in this business. And, you know, I'm often asked, like, you know, why would you leave a Fortune 500 insurance company to go do this startup thing and compete with all the big boys? And some of it is you, you just have that wiring to, you know, lean more towards innovation and being disruptive. I'm curious, like for you, when you said that, is that something you just feel is part of like your DNA or did you find like over the years you there was some things that sort of led you to wanting to try to push the envelope or, or, or challenge the status quo? Any any thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I think um, for me, yeah, it's definitely in my DNA that you can look at the systems that you're in and, you know, the healthcare system being a big one we all have to participate in. And you you look at how it's structured, both from a cost economic perspective, how you procure care, 
and how you pay for care and realize that there's a huge opportunity to disrupt and change that. I don't think it has to be, you know, the the age-old Silicon Valley model of, you know, disrupt and break things. But I, I do think it can be, how do we make a more efficient process for those that encounter the healthcare system? And all of us probably don't have to go very far to, you know, either have a a spouse or a child or a family member or a neighbor that has had a really poor experience with the healthcare system, both on their person as a, a physical health and mental health, but also probably their financial health, which then, you know, is turning into this vicious cycle of impacting, you know, how they're able to live a, a healthy and fruitful life. And so, you know, finding companies that are innovating in that space and wanting to, you know, have a huge impact is something that I'm certainly drawn to. And, you know, what what better addressable market than the, you know, trillions of dollars that the United States spends on healthcare, a lot of it inefficient, and a lot of it, you know, putting a lot of uh, employees and their employers um, at risk financially for, you know, how viable their prospects are into the future. Well said. Yeah, that's right. And I mean, it's it's a good segue to sort of dive into exactly what are you guys doing at Eden Health? I'm really curious to hear, you know, the systemic change that you guys are brewing. And so maybe you can kind of just walk us through, you know, which specific problems are you trying to solve? And, and what is Eden Health's solution exactly? Yeah. And uh, forgive me, Laura, if I uh, gush a little bit about the product we're building here at Eden and the big issue that I see it address. So uh, mainly our vision is to make sure that um, every American can have a relationship with a trusted health provider. And I realize that creates a, a spider web of what does that mean to everyone? I think the, the stat that sticks out to us at Eden Health is that 49% of uh, Americans um, still have a, a stressful experience when it comes to the, the healthcare and insurance space, whether that's picking their health plan or encountering you know, a healthcare provider to try and engage in a preventative health or if they have a more acute need or, or ailment that needs to be addressed. And we really want to look at that and have a, a great impact on improving that. So um, think of Eden as uh, an enhanced primary care provider. So like you mentioned, we do things like direct primary care with employers and employees. Um, we do insurance navigation. We're available 24-7 over our app. And we also do uh, behavioral health. So we will do deep talk therapy from a perspective of what an employee needs when it comes to coping with depression and anxiety. And then there's the longer tail of the treatment that Eden Health can't treat within its walls that we don't want to leave the employee you know, on their own when they need to go engage with a specialist. So we'll do things like care coordination, insurance navigation to just ensure that that patient has a better experience with the healthcare system based on the needs they have and they feel supported by an entity and a team in Eden Health. There's a few ways we kind of deliver that. You know, it needs to be convenient. So, you know, generally members engage with us over our mobile phone app where they can speak with a physician that's on their care team within a few minutes. They also can come to some of our brick and mortar locations. So it's still important to come into clinics for certain treatment that can't be handled um, that over a telephone or over a video visit. And we also do pop-ups. So, you know, there's healthcare systems that are, you know, rich in experience and expertise in, you know, major metros. But as you get into rural America, they don't have the same type of access to healthcare and, and high quality healthcare. 
And so in many cases, we will bring a team of clinicians in a pop-up fashion and set up on at a job site or we'll set up at an employer's company and really start to engage one-on-one with members there. I, I think where the sizzle for us in creating the trusted relationship is we engage in a really collaborative care model versus an episodic model, which is something that many members um, that have engaged with the healthcare system have typically seen that you either are having a telemedicine visit with a provider that is quick, transactional, and largely just gets you with a prescription and on your way, but they don't take the time to listen to you and hear where they could be having other impacts on your life. And they don't think about the ways that they could proactively be reaching out to you on an ongoing basis to check in on the care plan and how you're taking care of yourself to make sure that you know you have a team of trusted providers that are looking out for your health and your care. And so it gives us that opportunity to kind of wrap that team around, reduce spend for the members so that they're not constantly having, you know, visits with co-pays and specialist visits that become really costly. And not only, you know, it doesn't always have to be about dollars and cents, but it just also results in better health outcomes that we're pushing towards and a better experience when it comes to convenience and being able to chat with a uh, clinician or a member of your care team, like they're a best friend that you're simply texting with or chatting with. So improving the experience and bending the cost curve is uh, something that's had us really passionate about our product. That's awesome. I mean, just the potential of being able to have an ongoing conversation with provider and with an insurance navigator or care team. It just, it covers so many gaps that that folks fall into where they're not sure where to go next or the specialist that they were referred to doesn't have an appointment available or, you know, these are the types of things that happen every day and then people aren't getting the care that they need and that's bad for their health. So it's, it's, it's scary. And yeah, you know, people, people feel lost and, you know, especially in a time of COVID you, you have employees that are looking to return to the workplace, but they need to get a COVID test to be able to attend a work site, you know, and they don't know where to go for that because they don't have a primary care relationship. We can assist them there. And, you know, now that the world of vaccinations is coming around, there's you know, a lot of information out there about certain vaccines, single dose, two dose vaccines, the efficacy of them. And, you know, employees are looking to, you know, have a a real relationship with a clinician where they can talk and be heard and not a 15 minute transactional appointment that feels rushed. And, you know, generally your provider's running maybe an hour or two behind. So it just deals with frustration. You know, we see that because of those short transactional visits that patients are outpouring too much because they feel like the doctor's about to walk out of the room where they should feel like they can have that continuous conversation about their care where, you know, more deep rooted issues from a health perspective can be rooted out by the Eden healthcare team. Right. That's great. So one quick follow-up on that. Uh, you mentioned the challenges in care delivery when you're when you're sort of outside of the the reach of some of the major health systems. Can you just walk us through like where is Eden operating? Are you are you nationwide and what types of employers and groups are putting your services in place? Yeah, so we are nationwide. We do have brick and mortar locations in uh, New York, New Jersey, and Chicago. And uh, we'll be opening up additional brick and mortars uh, across the United States. Uh, Since uh, the pandemic kicked off in March of last year, we found that about two thirds of our care has been delivered virtually. So 
we we've been prepared for what virtual care could treat. And I think the pandemic kicked into gear the notion of how, what you could have treated from a virtual perspective. And so we're able to treat follow-ups where patients are not wanting to go into their doctor or urgent care office to just have a quick checkup on an open wound or rash or what have you. We're able to quickly treat that in a virtual way, saving the employee the copay and and the uh, and the time, which is important. And the potential exposure right? And the potential exposure to COVID. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're actively screening for work sites across the United States. So we've got clients in Kalamazoo, Michigan and Texas, and, you know, they all complete our, our daily screener to see if it's okay to return to the workforce. But to your question about the customer, we, you know, we primarily work in the under 5,000 space. We have, you know, customers as few as a dozen employees and as, uh, as big as, you know, several thousand we didn't in- invent the direct-to-primary care model. Uh, you know, it's been around for decades, but it was largely geared towards larger employers. And so, the fact that we're able to roll it out, you know, to mid-market and, and small and mid-sized employers is is powerful. That's great. Yeah, that is that is great, Joe. And I'm I'm sort of curious. You know, when you think about that employer discussion, you know, obviously everything you're talking about from from the employee member perspective sounds great. But what's from your perspective? What's in it for the employer? And for those that have embraced your solution, what are, what sort of outcomes or metrics or results are you seeing that that give you you know the, the optimism as you guys continue to sort of push forward? Yeah, I think it's a few things, Mike. You know, we've probably seen this uh, across you know Brella and Eden and Maxwell Health that un- unfairly so, you know, an HR team's been tapped as benefit experts, um, answering employees' questions, helping them navigate, and you know, they want to be a trusted resource and, you know, fostering culture and, and building organizations and attracting the best candidates that I think asking them to, you know, carry that torch is quite a burden. So we look to alleviate that by, you know, supporting employees and navigating their plans and not just being a provider of high quality healthcare, but helping them think about, you know, courses of action and adjudicating confusing bills. So, you know, taking that off of the plate of HR. We're also seeing with employers that, they want to bring tools, I think, to their to their members. I know they do, but they've largely had tools that have been ineffective from an engagement perspective that, you know, sit on top of a health plan or, you know, supplement it. And, you know, we're proud we're able to get 66% engaged populations within the clients that come on board with Eden. So, you know, we have a lot of conviction that once we roll out with an employer, because the service is so great, because we haven't you know, gated it or created barriers, you can open up the app and start chatting with a clinician. It just creates an immediate excitement for that member as well as their dependents. And so we see that people are actually using it on a high utilization, which employers want to see if they're going to be partnering with solutions. Um, you know, then there's the other, you know, side of the coin, which is, you know, companies taking a look at, you know, their spend on on health and benefits and you know, you don't have to look far to find the stats about, you know, this potentially bankrupting a number of companies over the next few years, just with, you know, health costs on a runaway. And so, you know, either the employer takes on that financial burden, or largely, you're seeing them cost shift that to the employee, which, um, you know, can lead to a number of things and stagnant wages for members. So, we want to come in and say, we with a need in membership, we can save your members from having to go out into the healthcare system and you know take on claims and have costly specialist visits. And so, with the membership, most of that's included, so that the member's not having to open up their wallet. You're also able to you know get ahead of those catastrophic claims because. 
they feel like they have a care team they can engage with that can, you know, support the continuity of their care. So getting them from primary care to a behavioral health specialist to treat anxiety and depression and, you know, kind of foreseeing and getting ahead of any major challenges from a health perspective that that member or employee would have that ultimately could be costly for their employer down the road. So doesn't always have to be about savings, but the the added benefit to Eden is we're able to deliver better healthcare with happier clinicians, and that really bends the cost curve for the employer as well. Yep, makes sense. Makes sense. I think those are all important, you know, outcomes, and and they all you know play a big role, right, in the overall whether it's the finances or employee engagement and retention, and you mentioned utilization and just sort of the overall sort of view of the benefits program, right? I think that that makes a lot of sense. So, you know, I'm, I'm curious, just from a distribution perspective, are you working directly with employers or do you work through other distribution partners? Yeah, so we, we do work directly with employers. In many cases, uh, their health teams, their operations teams. We also distribute with some benefit brokers and consultants. So, you know, there's a lot of brokers looking for cost containment strategies with their clients, uh, especially self-funded and level-funded ones. We work with uh, some TPAs and payers as well. And we also have a unique vertical in our business that's uh, focused on property and amenity. So you have a lot of class A landlords um, that are looking to, you know, make their property attractive to tenants. And so, you know, cafeterias and, you know, gyms and fitness centers have been around for a number of years at the corporate work site. And now primary care is a part of that. And so in many cases, we're building uh, primary care locations across the United States with real estate landlords, uh, which has been a, a great vertical for us to really extend our reach. Wow, that's fascinating. Very smart. Yeah. Well, so going back to something you started to to speak about earlier, you mentioned the impact of, of COVID and the pandemic on care in the past year. And you mentioned that you guys were set up for that with some options for virtual care and, you know, folks able to connect virtually. But I wondered, you know, was there any impact of COVID that you weren't prepared for? Um, what was that impact like? And and have you changed anything as a result of the pan- pandemic? Or were you just sort of in the happy position of, of <laughs> seeing more utilization to services you already had? I think we we well. I'll give our team. I'll I'll give our team a lot of credit for spinning up our COVID uh, screening protocols and active daily monitoring for eating customers. And we've done about four hundred thousand screeners to date. Some might say we spun our product up quicker than Google. I think Laura, where we, what we probably didn't foresee is that. Uh, the constant pivot in CDC and state guidelines when it comes to where are you traveling from, how long do you quarantine for, and then um, you know that changed you know day in and day out. So our product team had to be you know nimble in terms of uh, adapting to well this state says if you travel from this state now that you need to quarantine or if you take public transportation you now need to um, have a different set of protocols and so preparing for that you know, largely stemmed probably from a, a lack of a, you know, federal response and guidelines, you know, made it difficult for us to be nimble, you know, but we were excited. We were able to, you know, not only provide adequate screening for an employer to create a, you know, healthy workplace to be able to return to, but also, you know, when someone is in need of a test, whether that's a, a nasal swab being done in the comfort of their own home or getting to a, a, a local clinic or coming into one of Eden's health clinics, we were able to operationalize that in a really great way, especially with the 
you know, capacity management issues that testing centers were having early in the pandemic. We wanted to find a way that we didn't need to exasperate that and could create an opportunity where members are getting tested in an effective and safe way. That's awesome. I know that's been a big point of confusion and sort of a, a scarcity in the in the healthcare system, more, you know, in, in some places more than others. But that's awesome that you guys were able to sort of step in and start creating some procedures and some pathways for testing and screening. Yeah, it, we were we were happy to. It felt felt like a bit of our our moment, you know, when whatever the sayings are, when opportunity meets um, need. I'm going to butcher it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. We, we were there. We were at the intersection, and you know, we've got a talented product team and a clinical team that is, uh, you know, highly motivated to you know treat patients. And so it was uh, it was a good combination for us. Not to mention an, an innovative culture, right? One that's probably built to be nimble and move fast. I, I think that that probably helped capitalize on those opportunities. Joe, would you agree? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, we we knew with the the infrastructure that our, our technology would be able to support it. You know, we also have a, a model that can help us scale to large opportunities like this. And you know, you had the, an employer market that was you know looking to us as their trusted health provider to help them you know, tackle a a major challenge with, you know, changes day in and day out. And, you know, we've, we've largely been able to, you know, evolve on that product. And so, you know, the MVP that rolled out immediately in March is, you know, kind of grown. And, you know, I think it's a testament to our product and engineering team just to kind of have the foresight to get this out and, you know, make sure it's really effective for our clients. Yeah, that's great. Well, it's, it sounds like a terrific value prop, you know, from what you've, articulated here. I guess I'm curious in, in looking out into the rest of, of this year, 2021 and beyond, what's what's uh, next? What can we expect from Eden Health? Yeah, expect to see us in uh, more locations. We want to uh, be accessible to all of our members. Um, we're excited to start to build out, you know, additional specialties. So, you know, we want to be able to extend as much care to our members as possible to, you know, continue the continuity of their care program in the walls of Eden, uh, but also make sure that they're they're saving on costs. So, you know, we're proud to be a, an NCQA patient-centered medical home, which really is to, for the benefit of our patients. But um, this year, Mike, we'll, we'll look to roll out pediatrics, which is something that the market really has been clamoring for. So, you know, once, once kids wrap up their, you know, Zoom classes, they can, uh, you know, hop on with a, a member of our team. We, in the back half of last year, uh, excuse me, built out physical therapy. So that's in another vertical that we continue to build. And we also are incorporating coaching into our products. So in, you know, instances where members don't need deep, you know, psychotherapy talk sessions, they might just need uh, coaching or something that's a bit more robust than uh, an EAP plan through their employer. We want to make sure we're meeting those particular members. And we'll also look to, you know, integrate with some partners. So, you know, like us, there's been a, a ton of great companies growing throughout this uh, pandemic from a health perspective. And, you know, we want to make sure we can partner with Best in Breed where it's, uh, you know, a particular feature Eden might not build out. So uh, more to come on that. And um, yeah, we're excited for, you know, to be in more metros. That's great. Awesome. Well, wish, wish you luck on that for sure. Well, uh, before we wrap up, 
you know, everybody who comes on our show, including yourself, is a tremendous leader in, in experiencing lots of success and in carrying a lot of wisdom and, and really interesting perspectives. So on every episode, we like to leave our listeners with something that can help them grow as they think about their own professional development. So I'm wondering if there's a resource or a book that you would recommend that's had a big impact on you, either as a person or a leader that you think everybody should read. Yeah. Um, well, I won't uh, recommend uh, scrolling Twitter late at night like I do because that that just results in ending up down a, a deep black hole. But Lori, I, I think one book that's been super influential to me because it's kind of st- stood the test of time is um, The Maverick and His Machine. It's a, a book um, about Thomas Watson, the founder of IBM. And while it's a bit, you know, old school in terms of the IBM salesman and you know how they they built that company. I do think, you know, the the conviction around their products, how they scaled during a time of no technology and, you know, the strive for excellence probably, um, you know, created the the future Steve Jobs of the world and those people who are maniacal about the products that they get into market. So that book, uh, you know, has definitely had a, a lot of influence on me and uh, I continue to keep it by my nightstand. Cool. Yeah, that sounds fascinating. I'll definitely have to check it out. We'll put a link to it in the show notes so that uh, anybody listening can pop over to our website and grab it. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Joe. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. It's awesome to hear about everything that's going on at Eden Health. Definitely going to be following as you guys continue to grow and expand what you're doing. I think it's really exciting. Awesome. Thanks, Laura. Thanks, Mike. And appreciate connecting with you guys. Looking forward to uh, connecting down the road and following the success that the team at Brella has had. Looking forward to collaborating in the future. Yeah, same here, Joe. Great to reconnect. Thanks for the time. All right. So, I mean, fascinating conversation. And I just, I know, you know, from my days at Oscar to to K-Health to Brella, like this is everything that he's speaking about is just such a massive need in the marketplace. So um, Mike, I'm curious from your perspective, what are you taking away from today's episode? Yeah, I agree. I mean, clearly they're focused on on the right areas and a couple of things stood out, you know, this, this idea of collaborative care versus episodic care or being, you know, relationship minded versus transactional. I think we've all sort of lived that healthcare experience. And, you know, it, it shouldn't be like, you know, other interactions we have outside of, of that, you know, sort of medical encounter. And, and so I, I just the fact that that's core to what they do is, you know, stood out to me. And I think it kind of blends into the second item, which is, you know, you can tell there's a cultural empathy to, you know, solving the challenges around employee confusion and frustration. And, and again, I've been there, right? I've, I've been waiting on the, the doctor to come in and he's rushed and, and I feel rushed and I had questions and I'm afraid to ask and because I don't want to be rushed on the answers. And, and it's just, it's really hard, right? So I think, yeah. you know, that the fact that they're just culturally focused on that, planning a flag on it, I think is, is certainly half the battle. And, and it certainly sounds like they're, they're not losing their focus uh, on, on that part of the equation. So that really stood out to me. What about, what about for you? Yeah, just building on that, I, I was really impressed by, you know, what I picked up as far as the empathy for the employer as well. You know, we know that the experience is confusing and frustrating for employees. We know that it can be a drain on productivity, but 
the productivity of your HR team, your people team is also a factor. And what could they be doing if they weren't answering questions about insurance all day long? Um, you know, so that's, that's a huge benefit and something that I think, you know, ends up sort of taking that empathetic and collaborative approach with the, the end user and, and letting the company really benefit from it as well. Yeah, agreed. The other thing I wanted, I really appreciated was, you know, the smart thinking and, and fast reaction around being able to step in and help these teams adapt to a world where testing and screening is part of going to work. That is totally new thinking and, you know, things that, that employers are having to figure out and to have a partner who already has technology in place, who already has innovative product thinkers, who are able to come up with solutions and deploy them and get to market quickly in a matter of weeks. I mean, this is, this is invaluable right now. And, and it really speaks to the value of having a sort of new school benefit provider in your arsenal, because they're the ones who are going to be able to move quickly when the world changes as, as, as it just did on us in 2020. I just, it's like, it just an amazing case for why it's important to have tech savvy partners who can build innovative solutions, because you never know when you might need a new solution like that. Yep. Well said. All right. Well, this has been an awesome conversation. Thanks for, for co-hosting with me, Mike. You want to you wrap us up? I will. Yeah. Another great discussion. And, and for those listening, don't hesitate to reach out to Joe and the team at Eden Health. And if you like what you've heard, and if this discussion resonated and you are interested in talking to us, we're also tech forward and nimble and innovative here at Brella. We'd love to chat with you. So email us at sales at joinbrella.com. We're working with brokers right now and their Texas-based clients on off-cycle enrollment. So don't wait until next benefit cycle to implement something that uh, is really needed in today's market. So Laura, thanks for the time once again. Visit joinbrella.com slash podcast for notes from today's show. And if you liked the episode, share it with a colleague. This helps us spread the word. Be sure to subscribe or follow in your favorite podcast player so you don't miss our next episode. And that's a wrap. This is Laura Cave and Mike Zarillo from the Better Benefits Podcast. Thanks for listening and have a great week.